Hello and welcome. This is the Millennial Ill Podcast. I'm Erin, and the other voice you'll soon be hearing beside me is my best friend, Rachel. Just a Midwest girl. A Midwest you know? girl is just a journey song. <laughs> we go way back. Quite frankly, we're both in it so deep with each other, we can't walk away. I remember, yeah. like, chicks in school would be, like, meeting guys off MySpace. They would just have them pick them up in the school parking lot. And then I just remember thinking that was the most fucking craziest thing and be like, I wonder if I'm going to see them on the news. <laughs> now we have Tinder. Oh, God, and I, I do see those Tinder. people on the news. Can't trick me, Norman Bates. I got my mother stuffed in the basement, too. That's why we decided to start this podcast. Look, we both like to talk shit and have fun. With all that being said, this podcast is solely for entertainment purposes only. I don't want to believe that. Well, I'm pretty sure you're probably not that fun in real life, so move on. Get a life, get a clue, and most importantly, fuck off. With all that being said, welcome to the show. Did you see the last Halloween movie? Um, the, the new one? Yeah. With Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, when she reprised the role. Um, I saw it in theaters, yeah. What did you think of it? I actually liked it. Um, I thought it was good for a remake, for sure. Yeah. I definitely appreciated it. I didn't necessarily like the way that they're trying to make it, which was like, let's ignore all of her history. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Like, let's ignore all the other movies. Yeah, even though like... It kind of would have fit very perfectly with how she was in this movie, but only they would have just had to gotten rid of, like, H2O, um, Resurrection. I love H2O, and I love Resurrection. (laughs) I know, like, those would be the only movies that they would have to, like, dismiss, but they could have definitely followed up with one and two. I got disappointed with it because, I don't know, the commercials made me think it was going to be a much different movie than it was. Yeah. I thought it was going to be from start to finish her and Michael Myers kicking each other's ass. And oh. it really wasn't. It was mostly like her, like this whole emotional stuff, which I mean, I understand like you don't, you're not normal when like some psycho fucking murders you, you like tries <clears throat> to murder you and all your friends on Halloween. But mm-hmm. I don't know. And I felt like the end, like with the granddaughter and the mother, like they kind of made it into like a chick flick. And I was yes. just like, huh. like someone before I saw it was like, it's a lifetime movie. And when Uh-oh. I saw it, I was like, yeah, I can <laughs> see it. I can see that. <laughs> but the only reason I bring it up is because apparently they released um, a trailer for the teaser for the next one. Oh, did they already? Yeah. I know that they worked on it pretty soon after that movie, so. But <clears throat> I can see that. I mean, that was honestly like a lot of people people's beef with it whereas they wanted to see more battle yeah between her and mike just because there's so much build up as to him kind of like ruining her as a person and just like how she changed her whole life based on him really yeah like like, fucked up all of her relationships from like that moment on yeah so i do agree with that part of it Uh, i do definitely like wish that they definitely had more of like a one-on-one personnel but I also think they wanted to focus on Mike like being older and kind of like he like he still got it he still right. has it you know like even though he's like been in this institution for how many years 
he's still a fucking crazy monster and that's not ever going to change. So I also kind of saw them wanting to fit it with that type of battle. Yeah. Um, but most of it was like her running around asking where Mike was, which cracked me up. Um, I like the part. <laughs> I like the part where she's like sitting outside the prison, crying, drinking like a fifth, oh, and like that's a motherfucker. <laughs> that part, and I liked like the ending part, like when it was like Mike versus her in the house. Like her house setup was cool. Like that was a cool like little prison trap. But I don't know. The granddaughter was fucking annoying. The daughter was ungrateful. The son-in-law was just a dumb fuck. Who was so expendable, they didn't even give him a decent death. <laughs> they just no. killed him off camera. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I was I was really sad when the dad died. Yeah, so that's what, like, it killed, like, the female, like, that was the whole female arc. Like, they had to kill the guy off. Yeah. What do you think of the Rob Zombie ha- Halloweens? Um, I honestly, I think they're good for for a Rob Zombie film. I mean, like, he definitely explored, like, the darker side of Mike Myers, which is pretty cool. Um, I thought it was a bit more realistic in a lot of yeah. ways, just how demented his family could have been and just, like, more inside the home. Like, it kind of gave you more of, like, a psycho- psychological point of view with Mike and when he was a kid. Um, just, like, ex- you know, seeing abuse and experiencing that as a, as a child. So I liked it. I liked it for a Rob Zombie movie. I thought it was like super well done. Um, and I definitely, but that's not one I could watch over and over again. Like, I will say that, like, I could probably watch it like once a year for Halloween and like, that's it. Um, but yeah, I didn't hate it. I kind of, I, I feel like it's, I would recommend it to anybody if they asked me. I like the first one. I think the first one is pretty well done. For like you said, a Rob Zombie movie. Because in my opinion, I like Rob Zombie's aesthetic. His movie plots are a little kind of iffy. Like, yeah. they're kind of... A, they're not really much there. They're just not my scene. It's just not mm-hmm. my type of horror. But I, I like the psychology part of that a lot. And I felt like they purposely had to leave that out of that last one. Because they didn't want any connection to any of the other movies. And since those Rob Zombie ones focused so hard on they spanned his whole life in those movies while in the other mm-hmm. one just kind of it was the first one and then however many years later this one yeah which i don't know i feel like it was kind of missing like because i feel like with um halloween you almost have to talk about the whole reason of why michael myers is michael myers i agree i didn't like the second Halloween 2 that Rob Zombie did. I didn't like that one at all. Same. Mostly for the fact, like, the weird shit with, like, making the mom so overly involved in the plot. I killed the movie for me. Yeah. The first one I thought was great. Again, for a Rob Zombie film. Um, but the second one lost me. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched, I think I watched the second one once with you. I feel like that's, the, like, the last time that last I time watched I saw it fully. Yeah, the last time I watched it fully, I think, was when we carved pumpkins. Yeah, which was how fucking long ago? That was, like, a decade ago. That was a long time ago. So like, that when it came you, out. Yeah, because you brought it, I think you bought it on DVD. Yeah. And then you brought it over. Who was, okay, tell me about that influencer who just died. Because, okay, so. Hold on, just for the, no, like. Yeah. Gotcha. 
he was he being canceled so he had been canceled so he, he kind of was like a very quote unquote problematic kid but he was like first of all this, this kid was like 17 yeah a baby. and he a baby and he was just doing things that most 17 year olds probably shouldn't be doing like traveling and getting tattoos and hanging out with a lot of older people um and he kind of had a lot of beef with a lot of like old beauty influencers like there was this beauty influencer i was following named like thomas halbert um him and this kid had a lot of issues on twitter together um, he also had a lot of beef with like James Charles, I want to say. Um, he was kind of like an anti-influencer. He kind of had, he had like a, his own following, but you know, he had a lot of issues, a lot of people and people would bully him because of it. Like online a lot, um, kind of give him shit, basically kept telling him he was like a bad person and all this stuff. But again, he's a kid, he's 17, you know, so it's kind of sad. Um, and he was very talented, like with makeup. Um, but yeah, he was definitely one of those people I think that just grew up too fast. Just got caught up in that LA scene. Probably was making like some money from Instagram sponsorships and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. But um, like he was hanging out with a lot of, a lot of people that are like in their 20s. He would like post a lot of videos and pictures of people. So. But, I mean, it looks like it might have been, like, a drug overdose. His one friend that was, who's also a beauty influencer, she mentioned that he had been addicted to Percocets. And she had noticed that he was taking those more often than any other pill. Um, But she didn't really comment too much on it. Um, She just said, like, I noticed his drug addiction was getting worse the last couple weeks, and I had mentioned it to him. Um. But she, like, went into, like, great detail about, like, how many he took that night, like, everything. So she was, like, pretty well aware. So she was there when they found him? She claimed she wasn't, that she just, like, knows how many he would like to take. Like, she kind of, like, went on this thing about, like, he always took two a day or whatever, and it was getting, like, progressively worse, and she had begged him to stop, like, two weeks prior And she thought maybe he listened to her, but then she obviously realized that he didn't. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, he wasn't like, he didn't have millions of followers. I think he probably had like, I think he had like 600,000. So he was like more of like a, Up and coming. Up and coming, I would say, yeah. But a lot of his problems had to do with the fact that he had a lot of beef with a lot of beauty influencers that were like higher in the game. The only um, reason, yeah, the only reason I bring it up is because I was scrolling through TikTok <laughs> earlier and they were talking, someone made a video where it was basically showing comments of people saying, go kill yourself, go kill yourself, go kill yourself. Yeah. And they're like, well, you won, kill themselves. Yeah. Like, do yeah. you feel good about yourself? Like, this was a kid. And I was just like, huh, was he getting canceled for something when all this was going on? I mean, I don't know any recent issues. To be honest, I haven't followed him in a while. I don't know anything about any recent things that he had experienced and did. But I know that he was definitely, he was kind of a bully to a lot of different people. Um, Like this Thomas Halbert kid that he had issues with like a year or two ago. Um, He had found out about like his eating disorder 
like Ethan found out about Thomas's eating disorder and would have his followers like go on his page and basically tell him he was lying about it and all this stuff. So he kind of was a bully himself, but doesn't make it right for people to say you should die. You know what I mean? Like again, he's like, at the time he was like 15 or 16. He's very young, like very, very young. Um, so that's the most recent one I knew about that was kind of like very interesting and very difficult to like understand. Um, also he released an apology video saying that he had assumed a lot of these things he thought about people because he was hearing a lot of different things from other people that he knew and that, that kind of influenced him to like do the things that he did, but he was starting he claimed people were claiming that he was starting to try to get back on a better path because he wanted to be successful and was trying to get all of his like problematic issues out of the way. Right. I mean, he was a 17 year old kid. Yeah. I mean, again, he's so fucking young. I think people forget that about people sometimes is that like age definitely has a lot to do with maturity and how things are handled. So to assume that he should know better is a bit ignorant on these people who are, trying to like tell him to go kill himself like he you know and and just because he seemed like he could take it well doesn't mean he could off off camera oh so, right anyone can put on a thing too. face oh yeah and he does pretty good if you watch his videos he definitely has a very like bitchy like influencer makeup i i, I kind of liked his style a little bit i thought he was like super funny like he had a lot of pranking videos with his parents which is kind of sad now to think about but, like, for some reason, it really got to me yesterday. I, like, I, I, like, was out and I came home and I saw that. And then I saw something else happen to this guy on, like, live stream. Like, do you remember – or have you seen that, that video of the guy who, like, shot himself on, like, a live stream? Um, I saw videos of people talking about it on TikTok being, like, it's out there. I've not seen it, though. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it because I just think for, you know, his family's – privacy reasons i'm not i don't want to watch that shit but and also just because i don't want to see it but like that happened i saw that and i was like having a really sad day like really really sad night and i couldn't like pinpoint why i was feeling so sad because i was like kind of crying a little bit and then i had realized like well these issues of topic are really depressing oh totally like watch it like seeing a 17 year old die of a drug overdose and watching that, watching it, but seeing the video and TikTok of that stream, the guy on live stream basically do it, um, and reading the comments about how his dog was watching and all this stuff, like I, it was so sad. Like I just yesterday, yesterday on TikTok was like pretty depressing to me. Um, and today it's a little bit better, but. I was like, God, why am I so sad tonight? And then I was like, well, fuck, all I'm reading is sad content. That's so fucked up. Why did the guy kill himself? Um, no one really knows why. I don't think he was, he wasn't even anyone famous. He only had like 6,000 followers on Instagram. I think people just knew him on live streams. Like, I don't know if it was gaming live streams. I didn't really read into him too much. Hmm. Um, but a lot, of, some, a lot of people saw it though. Like he did it on, you know, camera. That's fucking crazy. I mean, what a way to go. Yeah. And then he, like, said, you know, like, he said a couple of words before he did it. But, um, and then another, and then another thing happened, too, on live stream yesterday. This 
this kid, this kid who has some followers on like a gaming live stream, you can hear his mom like screaming in the background and he found out that his brother had died of an overdose. Oh my God. So there was like a lot of really depressing shit yesterday. Like yesterday I was like, why am I crying? And then I was like, well, I'm fucking probably like, I'm watching all this sad shit all night. Like. It's fucked up how TikTok will throw you into those loops. Oh yeah, because it easily you easily get into this like really dark place and on TikTok, and then I have to like get myself off of it. Like I have to like and go through different videos that are funny to get back to like a good for you page. But I've just been watching the ones where um, it's the girl, the side piece, exposing how the how oh. the guy they're seeing cheating on their girlfriend <laughs> with them. Those I've been looking really up those crazy. ones. <laughs> Thankfully, all those girls are, like, teenagers, so hopefully they'll learn. Um, why don't you tell him? And it's just, like, all these videos of him having an affair. So messy. Like, also, that's you what look, you want to be known for? I know. Also, you look stupid. There's no female empowerment with that, like, at all. You just look... You're a part of the problem, really, in my opinion. Without a doubt. It's so... It is disgusting. I, I don't watch those videos like, yeah, queen, get your mans. I'm like, why would you want to be with him knowing that he's cheating on his girlfriend? Like, that is... And you think he's not going to do it to you? Exactly. And most... I hate I hate to say this. I'm going to say this, though. But most of these girls are not attractive. That's why they're side pieces and not girlfriends. Yeah, exactly. And their girlfriends are so pretty. Most of these videos, I'm like, what a fucking idiot. Like, I'm sorry, her pussy cannot be that good. Like, there's just no, no way that that's just what's happening. Easy. That's usually crazy. how it is. They're the they're the ones that are so willing to do whatever. Like, they'll do whatever to please a guy when a girl mm-hmm. with some common sense will be like, tell them to fuck off whenever it don't accommodate. I mean, shit. I watched them. There's a lot of them, too. I'm like, can't trust anyone anymore, apparently. It's crazy. I don't understand. Especially the ones where it's like best friends doing that. To oh, I other. know. <gasps> I know. Not really good friends, huh? No. It really no. proves that statement that like women will just be friends with each other just so they can destroy each other's lives. Oh, God. God damn. Like those type of fucking. That's just like, so, you know, I've been more social online because, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to promote this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, I've been running into some crazies. Thankfully, like, I just, like, observe. I don't actually immerse myself in. But I was I was in this group, and this chick, I guess, joined it and then unfollowed it. Well, like, the administrator of it went batshit. Like, fuck this girl. Fuck her. She's just using us. And it's, like, a few people. There's quite a few other women in this mm-hmm. group and they're all like going back and forth with this world like hyping her up to like continue 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 like all of a sudden you're seeing all these dms from other chicks being like i dm'd her and told her off and blah 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 who she thinks she is Does she thinks she's famous or something like fuck her like and then they were like gonna like make posts on their instagrams and like facebook and harass her account like the one chick got banned from facebook over this like this has all happened within like 12 hours and you're just like i don't understand that outrage mentality of mm-hmm. the fucking internet and it's scary oh yeah 
My roommate, Mad, like she's a monitor for a bunch of Facebook groups. And she says that sometimes it gets to her because there'll be like people on these Facebook groups that are just like, will tell a really crazy story or they'll start drama and fights. And she has to basically be the one to say like, listen, either you get off this group or you like leave people alone type of thing. And she said it happens often where like people on these Facebook groups will like go crazy. And the, sometimes the people who like run the group are very particular about who they let follow and stuff too. But like, she was telling me some like crazy stories about how like, um, this one like person joined the group and then got banned and then came back to the group and said that they banned her because she was like trans and they were like, well, how are we supposed to know that you were like, we had no idea. And also we did not ban you for that reason. So like things like that, where it's just kind of like, there's always like one or two people in the group that are like feeling some type of way about something. People just want to go online to troll and just be assholes and mean to strangers I just couldn't put I just couldn't deal with that like I just I don't like social media I'm not like a big social media person and I just know that that would just irritate me and I would just be upset like I'm good but. I follow this one like Halloween channel or this one Halloween Facebook group and I ended up like just clicking out of it because it was nothing but women but it was catty mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. that are just picking each other apart some girl had posted a picture of her Halloween outfit, and I think it was, like, a Hooters outfit. Okay. It was a bigger girl, but it wasn't bad. She looked cute. All these people just started fucking attacking her to the point where, like, she ended up, like, deleting the post and, like... Oh, my God. Kind of like what happened when you were talking about um, when you, like, that everything you went through with Tumblr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah. To the point someone else like ended up like resharing the picture being like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. She looks cute. She wasn't being disrespectful. Like, does it make you feel better to just try to tear someone fucking down? Just because guess so. her body type should be in an outfit. And hey, look, I don't think one size fits all on all clothing. That's just not true. But wear whatever yeah. you fucking feel. And if you want to wear it, go right the fuck ahead. I'm not the one that fucking... Exactly. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. It's just fucking shitty. I don't like seeing that type of shit. But it's funny how how just so quick people are to swarm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. No, I was say, people are just, like, insecure with themselves is all that is, really. Oh, You know, yes. they just want to bring other people down, so... I don't like that shit. It's like, if someone feels good about themselves, let them fucking feel good about themselves. Like, why is it, why is it hurting you today? You know? I hate that Halloween is trendy now. And so many, like, basic bitches like it and want to talk about it. They're the worst. They're ruining it. They're fucking ruining it. Well, I, so I stumbled upon, like, Christmas TikTok last night. Oh, my God. And I, I love Christmas TikTok because every, first of all, I'm going to put out there that I love Christmas like a lot. And I also love Halloween a lot. So I'm definitely like not picking me one or the other. And people in Christmas TikTok are like, if Christmas is ruined this year, 
I officially hate 2020. And it's like just videos of them watching people bake gingerbread cookies <laughs> and doing voiceovers about how they just don't want this year's Christmas to be bad. And I feel that so bad. Like, I feel it so bad in my heart. I'm like, same. I, I at least need Christmas 2020. Give me Christmas. I'm like, Halloween's on a Saturday. It's already saved because of that reason. I'm happy about that. But I'm like, I can't do it this year if Christmas is ruined. I can't. Like, don't, like, don't wake me up until New Year's Eve is how I'm going to feel about that. Just leave me alone for a week. I love that Christmas that we went, like, we drove two hours to go see the interview. I would love to do something like that That was again. great. That was a great fucking night. That night was funny because we really just were like, fuck it. If I get blown up by Korea... Right. At least I saw. At least I saw Seth Rogen and James Franco. <laughs> we saw the movie. I risked it all for a piece of that movie, and I was paranoid too. I think didn't we go to two different movie theaters? Um, we, just, we just go to the one. We just went to the one. Okay, but it we had small. to drive so far to like. We had to go like an hour and a half away. It was pretty far. They didn't have any bias though. No, because they were only, um, I think Ann Arbor was the only place that was playing them. That was relatively was so close committed. by us. I was so committed that year to that movie. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I really don't care. I just had, I just got my, like, brand new car. I was like, we can drive it an hour away. It's cool. Yeah. At the time. But what's so funny is, like, I have such bad highway anxiety now, which I don't know how that even happened. But I used to be able to drive, like, hours at a time away. Like, I would go to Grand Rapids, like, every weekend. And now I hate being on the highway for more than, like, 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. But also, I don't really have to go on the highway as much as I used to. Right. You're not forced. You know, I'm not forced. Like, when we were younger, too, like, we would go every fucking way. So we don't really do that anymore. Also, at the time, I worked a job where I had to, like, travel all the way to Roy Loke every day of the week. So I think there's a lot to do with it, but you know what? If there was an opportunity and chance to do it again, I'm going to do it again. Fuck How do yeah. you feel about that? If the movie theaters ever open up again. I feel like that's going to be next, hopefully, but I don't know. I don't know. Did you see Disney plus wants $30 to rent Mulan? I know. And the girl I know at work did it. Really? Yeah. It's not worth $30, though. If I they had other movies, <clears throat> sure. Like, if they're like, we're going to release the most exclusive of the exclusive, like, the whole vault is open to you for $30 a month. Then I could be like, okay, cool. But <clears throat> not for one movie that nobody wanted to see. I mean, I know a lot of people like Mulan. I love Mulan. That was my movie growing up. But I didn't. I heard that there was no singing. There's no Mushu. It's just not, oh, it's not a Mushu. cartoon. Well, I don't, I, I just had this conversation with the client at work on Saturday, but her and her boyfriend are like, they love going to movies. So they've been pretty bummed out that they haven't been able to go. And I was asking her, like, well, have you been buying or renting movies on, like, Amazon Prime? Because, you know, Amazon Prime will have, like, those early access movies. But we were both talking about how, like, 
why are we like forced to have to buy it for, like the first couple months it's out? Like, why can't you just like, why can't they be sold for like movie prices? Like, you know what I mean? Like renting for movie prices. Like, why do I have to pay $20 and buy the fucking movie like up front? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I yeah, just but you're not it. even buying it. It's just $20 to rent. Cause I rented a few movies when the pandemic <laughs> first started and they were $20 a pop and they were just. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's because, like, they're nervous about, like, the theaters being closed. They're just trying to make their money back as much as they can, obviously. But it's like, oh, people would probably rent it more if it was the same price as, like, a movie ticket. Just, like, charge me 10 bucks. Like, I would much rather pay $10 than 20 And Invisible Man, like, I had to buy that movie when it came out. Like, I wasn't able to rent it for, yeah, I wasn't able to rent it for at least one or two months um on amazon prime what did you think of invisible man i really liked it actually i watched it again a couple weeks ago because i wanted to see if i missed anything when i watched the first time and honestly i loved it better the second time i watched it i thought the storyline was cool there was some stuff i didn't really understand like some of it felt kind of it didn't make sense I thought mm-hmm. there was a lot of unnecessary characters where I just rather it would have focused on story. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with that. I overall thought it was pretty good. There's some shocking scenes, like when she's in the attic and she's looking around and she kind of senses somebody might be there and she pours that paint bucket on him. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Like, there's some real... I would have loved to have seen that in theaters, though. That would have probably been been, a cool theater movie. It would have been a great... Because the whole movie is dark. Like, you definitely can't watch that movie, like, in the middle of the day. It's kind of like Hereditary. Like, if you watch Hereditary, you have to watch Hereditary when it's dark outside. I'm sorry if anyone's listening to this. Like, you have to watch that movie when it's dark. Because those type... Like, when a movie opens up and it's that initially, like, dim, like, you know it's going to be, like, kind of creepier. And I knew right away watching Invisible Man, like, it was going to be, like, really creepy. Oh, totally. But I love that, I love that girl. What's her name? Elizabeth Banks? Mm-hmm. Is that her name? I don't know what her name is. I forgot her name. She, I know, all I know, she was in She's Mad creepy. Men. And... Oh, uh, I love, she was Peggy. Yeah, and what's that fucking show on Hulu? The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Yeah. I won't watch She's that, good. but... No, I, I can't watch good. that. I don't, yeah, okay. I don't want to fucking watch I, I have the book. Either. Eventually, I will read the book, but I have no interest in watching a fucking a movie like that or a TV show like that. Same. I have no interest either. Life's but depressing enough. Exactly. Exactly. Get, let me let me get past this year, and maybe I'll reconsider it. <laughs> right. I've been I'm on a, I've been on a tear on Shutter with the found footage movies that they have on there. They're fake, though, right? They're not real. Yeah, they're footage. fake. Okay, okay. Can I ask if... So, you know the documentary Demon House? Yeah. Zach, Zach Baggins, like, did it or whatever. So, that was recommended to me on my my Prime, and, I, and I've never seen it. Oh, my God, Rachel. You need to watch it. And I wasn't sure if it was... Is it real or fake? Like, is it, like, a real or fake documentary? I couldn't tell with the trailer that popped up. I watched it. I've seen it, I think, twice. Okay. It's, it's so Zach Baggins that, like, oh, you God. have to. Um, 
I forget exactly where it was, but I remember when the story was kind of in the newspapers about like this demonic house in somewhere. Mm. Well, Zach okay. Baggins went and bought that house. Of course he did. <laughs> right. So okay. he went and bought the house and basically did a try to like go into the history and see why it was haunted. Dude, <laughs> there's so many points in that movie where like he's talking to the camera and then he just fucking stops and then he's like i'm not afraid of you and then like tries to like you know do his fucking (laughs) demon fighting shit where he's like screaming but like there's also a scene where like there's a camera guy who does the exact same thing and loses his shit but they're already back at the hotel room oh and it's like late at night to the point where they're basically like, shut the fuck up or the cops are going to come. And this guy's like, ah, I will fight you. Like, it is insane. <laughs> and then, like, Zach Baggins gets on camera. He's like, well, you know, he's not doing very well. We had to let him go. <laughs> and, then oh my just God. Goes, and then he just goes into, like, the horrific tale afterwards of this guy's life. After, because, like, he, like, made it, like, he makes it seem like the guy's, like, possessed by demons. Okay. It's worth the watch. It's worth the watch. Like, if you like that fucking ghost adventure thing. Oh, yeah. It starts off with, like, so the family of this house who had to move and shit like that. Like, they were saying the kids were, like, climbing up the walls. Like, the walls were bleeding. Like, shit like that. Okay. They quit returning his phone calls because they sold the movie idea or whatnot. I guess they're going to make a horror movie out of this. I don't know if it's still happening or if it came out, but mm-hmm. there was talks that this was going to be a horror movie. He just shows up at their fucking doorstep. Of course he did. Right. Like, I'm brand for him. Yeah, right? he's just knocking on the door. He's like, hi, my name's Zach Baggins. You quit answering my phone calls, but I would really like to know your ex- like experience at that house. No one would talk to him except like some uncle of an uncle of an uncle who like set who sits in the back seat and just like gives him the lowdown of like all the stuff that he's like heard but all they want is like money right well they already got it the family wouldn't talk to him because they got paid for the movie rights so like they didn't want to talk to him because they were making money um gotcha he even says it in the thing he's like yeah they don't want to tell their story because because money's involved and it's just like zachary can we not? <laughs> yeah, um, that's like <laughs> funny coming from him, really, at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Like, he's profiting off these people and their homes, so. There's a part where he's going in the basement, and it's just mm-hmm. like a mudded basement. Like, it's not really finished, so there's like dirt everywhere. He finds like an acrylic <laughs> nail. Okay. Like a long acrylic nail. And he's like, I wonder what sacrificial like practices were performed using this nail and what it can mean. It's like it's just not that junk. Serious. But he's like makes it all related <laughs> back to demons when it's just like And then at the- <laughs> I just can't with him. Like he he's something else. I just love watching, like, Ghost Adventures, like, the older ones. I'm not, I haven't watched any of the newer seasons, but I love that. I, I kind of, I think I might spend my day watching old Ghost Adventures things and talking about it in the next podcast because, totally, like, 
I just love when he forces like Aaron to go into rooms by himself, but he's like, just do it. Just take one for the team, man. Just like go in there for an hour and tell me what you see. Or when he's like screaming at them and he's like, touch me, just touch me. I remember there was one where like, there was like a ghost baby of course, and there was a ghost saw, baby. He like saw he like saw it on camera, and he he made a point when he edited the fucking show to like circle this ghost baby that he saw. And I don't fucking know. Like he's he's a he's a character. Oh, totally. He, like uh, no wonder why they fucking <laughs> had things follow them home. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, dude, like of course something followed you home. You were like only antagonizing it for like nine hours of the night. I think it's in the documentary where the brick gets thrown at him by the ghost. Yeah. yeah. That's also that's also where him and who was the other guy that used to be on the show? It was um I think it was Aaron and Nick. Yeah. Nick was the one that Yeah, quit, yeah, though. Nick. Him and Nick were so cuz Aaron wouldn't go in. <laughs> he was like I don't want to mess with this. Like it seems intense. I remember they got, they got so scared after the brick got thrown that they jumped out the windows because remember like their whole thing is like, oh, we're yeah. locked in, we're locked in. Yep. Oh my God. That's so funny. I don't blame that one guy for quitting. Like Nick, I don't blame him. He had a baby and stuff. And he said that like weird things were happening at his house. And I know he was telling the truth. Like, I don't think that he was forced to leave. I think he really wanted to leave because there was a lot of people who were saying how that was all fake his stories and stuff were fake and then that's not why he actually left but i'm like how how i don't i believe him i 100 believe that he quit because he had issues at his house maybe he said that like it was affecting his marriage like he couldn't sleep at night a lot but he still does ghost shows he does yeah but i don't know but fucking I, i was gonna say this but like zach has this way of like he's a really intense person and he's not afraid to get dirty with, with things, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, and I wonder if a lot of it just has to do with him, really. He'd be such a fantastic interview. Oh, Zach, I would love it. That'd be great. He would be, like, honestly so much fun, but he would also, like, really intimidate me. I already know. <laughs> Why? He'd be like, don't tell me real ghost stories, I'm not gonna sleep. Like, I would be very scared. I, that would be something I would, like, be so anxious following up, like, week prior. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I would not be able to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Too fun. Well, I'm going to watch it tonight, then. Apparently, there's this documentary on Shudder. Tony was watching it, my brother. Oh, okay. Ew, it's about um, Freddy Krueger. Um, okay, there's a couple of them. Do you know which one it was? I feel like it was the one that was on Netflix. It's like four hours long. And I know I started that one, but he was saying that this one centers around the second movie, how it almost killed the franchise and like why it was so bad. I, I watched that during quarantine. How was it? It was really good. It was basically just talking about how, so the second film had that guy in it. Yes, it's awful. It's awful. It's not a good movie at all. It's just so hard to watch. Yes, but it also is strongly, it strongly talks about him being gay. 
it's basically this the guy who plays him is gay in real life okay. he was gay when he did the movie he's gay in real life and how it had a lot of gay like subtext to it basically like they weren't really say he was gay but a lot of scenes they did were like very homosexual um and it mostly just talks about that and how it affected the movie a lot um but also how it became like a very like gay icon movie so it kind of like made him popular but at the same time like didn't in a lot of ways um like people were talking about how that movie helped them come out like how there's not a lot of gay people in horror movies and it like resonated with them a lot when they were kids um it's pretty interesting i it's definitely like a good watch um but he had issues with the guy that directed that movie and wrote it because he felt like the guy actually no the writer the writer of that movie the act the lead actor and the writer had a lot of beef with each other because he felt like he purposely did that and he and he also felt like after the movie aired he didn't want to take responsibility for the film like he didn't want to say that he's the one that ruined it so this actor got all that rap and then wasn't able to make a movie after that. There's a lot of like he say, she say shit with this documentary. Of course. Definitely would recommend watching it. It's really interesting. Um, but you know, so do you know that movie called, um, God, like, is it called Goblins or... Um, Gremlins? Gr- no, Gremlins. It's a super, super bad movie. But Trolls? It, that- Trolls. Okay. So it kind of has that vibe to it. Okay. Very similar about how it affected the actors, why that movie was bad. It goes into like really great detail, just like that documentary. That'll be interesting. I'll have to check it out. Definitely would watch it. Recommend it. I started watching that cursed film doc series on Shudder that they have, where each episode goes into horror movies and the curses that are associated with it. Like the first episode's about the exorcist and like all the weird shit that happened. Not filming, that. how fucked up Linda Blair is from doing that movie. Oof. There was a lot of like deaths on the set. Wow. Uh, they talked about like how crazy like the director was. By the way, that director has a movie on Netflix about exorcisms. Okay. It is I hot garbage, but. Really? It's worth the checkout because of just how bizarre the whole thing is. What's it called? Um, I don't know. I'll have to look it up later and send it to you. But like when that movie came out, no one ever talked about demonic possession. No one even really knew what it was. But after that movie came out, so many people were like, I'm possessed and wanted exorcisms and how it started like this hysteria Someone died Mm -hmm. in the theater while seeing it. Oh, my God. I had no idea about that. Right? That's a bit intense. What else did they say? They talked about just... They talked about the demon that they uh, bring up a lot in that movie. Okay. how... Of course, like, the demon, once you went into, like, the mythology of it, wasn't as horrible or mean as they portrayed him in the film but they talked about how like they for the movie they erected all these huge statues and how 
you give things power when you like build idols like that. I can see that for sure. And the director was constantly just pushing the actors so hard. Like Linda Blair was talking about how her back is fucked up from that scene where she's whipping back and forth in the bed. Oh yeah. Cause even though like when she's actually screaming like that, she's actually screaming and they just think Ugh. it's acting. Isn't kind of how bad her back hurts. Mm-hmm. Oof, poor thing. And I haven't got to the episode yet, but they do, um, they got one on the Poltergeist movies. I love that. That one has, like, a lot of interesting facts to it. That scared me. I remember, I think I watched, I watched something about it, and they were giving out, like, the, about, like all the movies, all the deaths that were associated with Poltergeist because they used mm-hmm. real skeletons in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was, like, the one fact that, like, stuck with me the most was that one. Um, the little girl dying really young. But she had, like, a lot of health problems, though. Oh, yeah. So that was pretty sad. And the act, like, a lot of other actors are saying how they had weird experiences happen to them. But it's like, you know, are these coincidental things or not? Sometimes it's, like, one of those situations where it's it, everything just seems so like perfectly lined up together. Right. Well, it's All like the, the Amityville horror story. Oh yeah. Where that's totally oversold. I mean, the tragedy that happened in the house is real, but yeah. like the book is stated to be like heavily made up or like, at least that's the conspiracy theories behind it. Anyone who's really ever lived in that house has never really said shit. Do you remember that documentary about the boy who lived in Amityville Horror, who the movies are all based on? Did you ever see yes. that one? I did. I did watch that one. I was actually was just about to reference that documentary because I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, he had severe issues. Like you can tell yes. that when the movie fucking first starts off, and they even go to uh, Lorraine Warren's house, and you see Annabelle yep. and all that fucking shit, and her weird collection of live chickens that are running all over the house which is a little odd i love the the two weeks where people found out that annabelle was missing mm-hmm. was she was she i don't think she was i think she was being moved or transported or something yeah i got told it was a hoax. and i'm like well yeah hopefully but i'm like i wouldn't want a fucking crazy I, I actually like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this because I know this is problematic, but I love the Annabelle movies. I love them. I love all of the Annabelle movies. All of them. I, I know still it's like haven't seen anyone other than the first one. I know they're not fan favorites. I read a lot of reviews and a lot of things about them, and but I I, I loved the last one that was made. I thought that one was fucking scary. The one with like the daughter, where it was like tied in with their daughter. That shit like was fucking creepy to me. Highly recommend. Do you know why they're making all those movies? Because they can't use uh, the Warren stories. Like the ring and stuff like that. So that's why they're making all these side movies. Because the author, I believe the person who wrote Amityville Horror, he signed them to some contract where basically he had the rights to all, like he owns all the rights to all their stories. Mm -hmm. If they're ever to be produced. Now they have they had just one kid, right? Ed and Lorraine. Or did they ever have a kid? Uh, I think they had. I think 
I, I think they have at least one. I feel like they've okay. referenced the daughter. I hope she gets something from all of this, because I never see her oh, I'm in sure. anything. You know? you would, do you kind of really want to be associated with that? No, especially if maybe you're kind of like your parents and you don't want mm-hmm. people to know about it. Or you don't want people harassing you for stuff. Yeah, because honestly, like, it is hinted that she has a lot of her mom's abilities, you know? Well, I, like, just in the movies or is, like, actually... Oh, like, in the movies, they kind of hint that she, when the older she gets, the more she becomes, like, her mom. So, like... Uh. Basically, it's hinted that there she, as a child, she experienced a lot of, like, psychic abilities, seeing ghosts and stuff. I don't know how true it is to her as a person, but I can see her having at least some type of very similar traits to her parents. I mean, she grew up in a fucking horror house, basically. Right. Oh, there's no way this, that girl is not spooky in some sort of way. Oh, like, well, if some... you grew up with parents like that, I'm fucking sure you're not normal. But also, I'm sure people would fucking bother her because they would want her to help them if they knew that she maybe did. And I don't blame her for not wanting to take on that legacy. Mm-hmm. I used to love Lorraine in, like, Paranormal State when she would, like, always be in every episode. She was, like, the witchy grandmother that you always wanted. Like, yes, Kind queen. of unfortunate that she had to end up being a shit show with him, honestly. Yeah. But she made that whole series better. Chip coffee. Who can forget chip coffee? Chip coffee. I know. Yeah, that Ryan guy just... Didn't he admit that he faked a lot of that and stuff? Or, like... Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised. I don't know. I, that's my... Maybe that's something I just misread. But I know he was addicted to drugs, he said. Yeah, he was... He stole... Like, he would sell meet and greets and never show for it. And they were expensive meet and greets, which... I don't really believe in spending money on meet and greets. Speaking of fucking meet and greets, because my brother wanted to bring it up. So I guess, like, because you know how Bella Thorne killed OnlyFans? Oh, how she made, like, $2 million in, like, two days. So Aaron Carter had to switch platforms. Okay. So now he's on some cam. Okay, yeah, that's what everyone's going to now. Yeah, uh, he was, I saw, because I clicked on his story last night on Instagram, he's selling meet and greets, and Tony's like, you should do it, you and Rachel should fucking pay for Aaron Carter's meet and greet, I was like, absolutely not. No, I'm okay with not ever meeting him, honestly. Honestly, yeah, no. How much are his meet and greets? I didn't even person. fucking look, I'm sure something outraged. Who would pay, I mean... I shouldn't say that because I've watched, <laughs> you know I've watched people give him hundreds of dollars at a time just so he can be nice to them. I don't, yeah, I don't understand that. That's weird. Fucking, I don't want to be him. That whole meet and greet would be a hot mess. He was talking about, how, my brother was talking about how he got all those free concert tickets for him. He's like, we should have went. We should have went. And I was like, no, I'd never want to go fucking see Aaron Carter. I heard those are all bought, like, flaps. Oh, yeah. Basically, they gave the tickets away for free so people will come and buy drinks. That's how venues make money when things don't sell. They yeah. just give them out for free and just live off the bar. Hey, I would have gotten drunk at an Aaron, Con- um, an Aaron Carter concert. <sighs> Absolutely. I would have gotten drunk with your brother and Brandon at a... Oh, at I'm sure, sure it would have been a great time. It would have been interesting. would have been a Sing- story. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I was going to... Oh, so I've been watching... So speaking of, like, your Shutter 
movie documentary things, I've been watching a ton of Shutter original movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are pretty interesting, I will say. The, the two movies that I definitely would recommend for, like, this next week people should watch are, I think everyone should watch The Room. The Room is really good. Um, it's basically about this couple that, like, moves into this house and they re- they're renovating this home, of course, and they discover this room. And they learn that in this room, they can ask for basically, like, anything they want. So when they go in the room and they're like, I want a million dollars, the lights will flicker and, like, a million dollars will appear. But the only issue is that everything they ask for in the room, they can't take out into the real world because it's not, it's not real. It okay. turns to ash. So basically you kind of watch this couple, like, of course, be really greedy. Like the, like the fucking guy is asking for like Van Gogh paintings and shit. Just like really dumb stuff. That's like, that doesn't really, who cares, but whatever. And then there's like a scene where he wants to try having like a baby again. And the wife is like clearly very distraught by this because she had experienced two miscarriages and she was like, I don't want to try again. Like, I just don't feel like I I can't have kids. I knew that there was going to be a dead baby. I knew that there was going to be a dead baby (laughs) to some point in the story. (laughs) And she gets really upset and like really distraught by this. And he, he gets upset because she's not willing to try. Like, she's like, no, I don't want to try. Like I, I tried, it's not working, whatever. So he leaves and then when he fucking comes back, she has a baby. She asked the room for, like, a baby. Oh, my God. And he was mad. He goes, why would you do that? That's not That's not what I wanted. I didn't. She goes, well, you wanted a kid. And he goes, not like this. I don't want a baby like this. So, basically, like, I don't want to ruin the movie because once the baby thing happens, it kind of goes into, like, a whole other fucking crazy shit storm. But... This baby causes a hell of a lot of issues, and it is so crazy. I'm like, she, like she doesn't know that when you leave outside of the house, that things turn to ash. So she like there's a scene where she wants to take the baby for a walk, and he's like, he goes, "Oh, you shouldn't do that," and she asks him why. And he goes, just don't go outside. Like, just stay in here. Like, we can't be going outside with this baby. And she's like, oh, you're being paranoid. It's fine. And he lets her go outside with the baby. And then she sees that the baby's, like, burning and turning to ash. And she's, like, yelling and screaming for him. And he's just, like, in the house listening to it and doesn't go outside to help her for at least, like, five minutes. And then he's, like, he then he feels guilty and he, like, runs out there. And, like, basically grabs the baby. But by the time he goes out there and grabs the baby, the baby is now, like, a four-year-old. So the baby sheds new skin every time it goes out. It gets, like, out in the sun. Interesting. Yeah, it's super weird. It's crazy. So, like... Sounds like an interesting story. I'm interested. Yeah, you should watch it. Absolutely. It's, it's, It's a bit... There are some parts of it where I'm like, this is a lot. But also, I enjoyed watching it. I was very dedicated to it. Um, so that's definitely like my, my movie I'd recommend for this next couple weeks. Shutter has some really interesting original movies. Like they're not the best acting, 
they're definitely meant to be like B-rated horror movies. <clears throat> Maybe even like C. They go into like that C, C category. Yeah, B plus. But other than that, um, it was fucking wild. Like yesterday I watched one that was really fucked up called The Furies. And it gave me like really bad anxiety after I watched it. Like it kind of stuck with me like after afterwards. What was um, it about? So basically it's like a cat and mouse game. So these girls wake up in a, in a casket or like in a box and they're in the middle of the woods. And there's these guys wearing like masks. Fun. Like pig's mask and kind of like creepy Texas chainsaw type of massacre shit. And it's a game so they basically have to, like, try to run out from these these guys. Um, and if they get caught, the guys will kill them. But they find out that they have, like, cameras in their eyes. So this somebody, obviously, is, like, hosting this. So it's, like, a streaming service that you can watch, basically. Um, and the one girl finds out about it because she's, like, obviously just, like, way too smart. And she discovers that someone's watching and tracking them. Um, but it's, it was really fucked up, dude. Like, I honestly, when I, le- when, when I like, stopped watching it, I, like, felt super weird. That on top of all that sad TikTok shit I saw. Was, You're like, like I'm never going outside again. Yeah, I was like, this is a lot. So, like, fuck the I, world. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I would do if I fucking got kidnapped and woke up in the fucking woods and had to run from these mass murderers trying to fucking kill me i wish i could find the name of this movie i watched it years ago on netflix like before netflix was anything like Mm -hmm. og netflix it's not an american movie but it may be american actors so maybe it's canadian or something like that it's about like very big morbidly obese women go missing okay this detective is trying to find them. Well, he's mm. finding them on like these websites, but it's a fetish website of like okay. figures. Oh, uh, I don't like that. So it's just like these live webcams of this like skinny guy feeding these women like all day and all night. And when he goes and investigates it, it's all getting like kind of passed around. Like this is a fetish. Like they like. He, they, he finally finds the dude and he's like, I love these women. Like, these women are my soul. Like, mm-hmm. these girls are everything. Well, he starts going more and more into it. And, of course, unraveling this guy, the host of all this, and how fucking crazy he is. He figures out that the website isn't a fetish website. It's a illegally gambling website. Okay. Where people go on there to bet on these chicks and when they're gonna die because he's feeding them like bet on their heart attacks this is a movie this is a movie i watched it years ago on netflix that sounds awful and what oh girl like there's like a there's at the end of the part like the one girl that he's trying to save like he starts getting to the point where like when the women dies he keeps the bodies and then he starts feeding them to the other girls so, okay. like, he, like, feeds them their fat, hoping that it'll kill them, like, quicker. It was a fucking crazy movie. Oh. I wish I knew the name of it. I bet I can just Google that in I there. tried. Nothing oh, really? 
Damn. I'm not okay with that. That really scares me. It was me. fucked up. It was like one of those movies where I was like, what the fuck? That sounds I fucked up. I like those kind of, I like fucked up movies, though. See, I don't. Like, I really don't. Like, I, I can't watch stuff like that. It would, it would just bother me. Again, back to that, like, whole realism right i get it but like you know you watch human centipede and none of that's real but it's it's so fucking crazy like the first one horrible but yeah. it's like sharknado yeah. horrible where yeah. like i get why people were like oh my god like, i remember people being like this is the most disgusting movie ever made it's fucked up like it's a fucking scary thought like it's so fucked up the second one disturbing that one is the only movie that I've ever watched, and I felt bad after watching it, where I was just like, I don't yeah. know what to watch, but I probably shouldn't have watched it. The third one, so fucking ridiculous. Like, like he, um, the it takes place in a prison, and it's about um, the warden turns all of his prisoners into a human centipede because they're disrespectful. They don't treat him well as the warren. Okay. And he has all these, like, hallucinations of, like, the prisoners uprising. Like, there's one part, he's caught in, like, um, a prison scuffle in the cafeteria, and some prisoner shanks him in the side, and then starts fucking his side. Like, makes a hole, and you're just like, what watching? Um, he gets, like, dried out clits sent to him from like another country and he's like these give me superpowers so the entire movie he's just like chewing on these like dried clits and you're just like what the fuck am i watching but that's the whole fucking franchise like it's just like what the fuck am i watching the second one the guy like is jacking off with sandpaper Watching Human Centipede, because that's the whole point of number two, is, like, someone, some guy, some really fucked up dude who looks really fucked up, is obsessed with, like, the first film to the point where, like, he wants to kidnap the actors to, like, put Mm -hmm. them in a real Human Centipede. But, like, he's so obsessed with the movie that, like, he constantly jerks off to it. Gross. Have you ever seen 13 Cameras? There's Mm. two of them now. There's 13 Cameras and 14 Cameras. No. But 13, so base I, it, it's weird because it's centered around this landlord that hides video cameras in the house. And he basically just watches his like tenants and like everything they're, they're, they're doing. But then he like discovers that like, he discovers all these secrets and then it becomes like really messy. But there's two, there's two movies surprisingly and the guy who, like, plays the landlord is, like, the weirdest fucking dude ever. Like, he's just this sweaty, like, he deep breathes the whole movie. He, he, he very much is there to make everything feel 100% uncomfortable for you to totally. watch this movie. But they're kind of good. I mean, would I recommend them to people? Not really, but I would definitely want someone to watch it because I watched both of them and I would want someone to experience it with me. There's this this trilogy of movies on Amazon Prime. They're called, like, Bad Ben. They're found footage movies. They're fucking terrible. Like, they're literally shot on an iPhone, but they are the best watch ever. It's just about this one guy. He buys this house, like, paranormal activity style, where it's, like, all cameras just strung up through the house and, like, his Mm -hmm. iPhone. So he buys this house at auction to flip. When he 
gets in the house, he realizes it's haunted. So it's all about him being like haunted by a ghost. Okay. That like eventually kills him, but then he's back in the next movie and then he's back in the third movie. The third movie is literally about the butterfly effect and it's just him going in and out of this house over and over and over again. Like they're Hmm. fucking stupid. They're not great, but they're so, they're so worth the watch. Like that's the horror I love. That's just so bad that you're just like, I appreciate you because you're not trying to be anything but fucking what you you want. That's kind of what I try to explain people when I give them movie recommendations, especially on Shudder, is I'm like, it's good for what it's, for what it is. Like, it's totally not a good movie. The acting's bad, but the point is there. And that's all that matters. Like, there doesn't need to be like a dramatic conversation about this movie. It's just straight to the point, bad. Oh, right. That's just like, I saw someone, uh, the movie, The Shed, that's on, uh, Shutter right I, now. I like that movie. I saw someone giving it an honest review on one of like these Facebook groups that I'm on. And like they were just like, this was such a horrible fucking movie. I don't even understand what the fuck's going on. It's just like, that's the point. Like it's supposed to be really bad. Like it's not supposed to be good. The problem with that movie was there are so many like minimal details that explained certain like plots in the movie. And but you would like miss it. And then you would be like, well, how does he know this about the guy in the shed? And then you realize that there was a scene like 30 minutes earlier where like he finds out by looking at this like missing poster sign in town, but you would never have picked that up just looking at that one scene. Um, I actually really fucking liked that movie. I don't know. I thought it was fun. I thought it was really, yeah. I thought it was an interesting, like, I thought it was a very interesting plot. I do like the idea of this, like, vampire fucker just sitting in a shed for for fucking however long. Because he knows once he goes out in the sun... He's fucked. He's fucked. But also, like, why he didn't just leave at night ever was, like, also a very interesting Well, because, like, the guy had a chain so he couldn't get out. Oh, okay. Not like he couldn't fucking break out of the thing with his vampire strength. They never addressed that ever until, like, the last 15 minutes of the movie. But, like, he could never get out of the shed. I liked in the movie, I appreciated how much the main character just kept failing. Like, he just kept fucking up. Like, nothing went well. Like, he, like, to the point where you're just, like... You're so used to movies and, like, the character winning. This kid didn't win fucking at all. Like, not trying to give a spoiler, but the end, when he throws that knife. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, that part made me laugh so fucking hard. Because at first I was like, since when do you throw knives? And then it happens and you're like, see, you don't throw knives. (laughs) He, I hated that girl that he had a crush on. Because I felt like all of a sudden she had all this interest in him. And then she became, like, a vampire slayer with him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. How about the bullies? The bullies were a little much. Slater vibes. I had hella, like, Saved by the Bell Slater vibes. From he had a name like long. that, too. It was something kind of, it was, a, it was a crazy fucking bully name. It was definitely stupid. That, it, was, it was so, like, early 2000s bully sitcom. Without a doubt. Like, so, Especially with what he was wearing, too. Like, all his clothes and stuff, that whole film. They looked like they just came out of the Black Parade. They, yeah, they, they looked ridiculous. Yeah, everyone in this movie looked ridiculous. Those, that bully, um, the main one, it looked so old. And he was just like, anytime he was talking and being disgusting, you're just like, 
he's definitely like 35. I didn't like that one guy's friend, his best friend. I'm going to use air quotes because yeah, he was, he, he, he had obviously some sociopath issues, but yeah, I, I recommended this movie to some friends and they they texted me and they're like, so were you high or drunk when you watched this movie? (laughs) I see. Why can't you appreciate fucking bad horror? Like, and I'm like, no. I just thought it was good for what the movie was about, yeah. and I wanted to recommend it, it to you. It was fun. I don't, I don't look at movies that seriously. I'm like, no, it was a really not at enjoyable. All. And the best part about Shutter is their movies are short. Yes, they're like an hour long, maybe like an hour fifteen minutes long, and I fucking love that about their movies because. They don't take it seriously themselves. They're like, whatever, this is what it is. Yeah, I don't fucking care about camera angles. Me I either, don't give either. a fuck about the music or the scenery. If it looks cool, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. I just want to be fucking entertained because it's hard to keep my interest. And I don't want to watch three fucking hours of just boring. Yeah, I have a hard time watching movies and TV shows sometimes. Yeah, yeah I don't. That's why I, so, all I watch on Hulu is King of the Fucking Hill. Same, same. I love it. I just I get to the end and I just restart it again because you know I don't know why I can look up. I know what's going on, and mm-hmm. you don't have to pay attention to it if you don't want to. It's a good background. It's a good background show. Fuck yeah! I turned burgers. Yes, background shows. I did turn on Hocus Pocus the other night. Nice. That movie outdates every year so bad. Like, and it's so alarming how much they bring up virgins in that movie. So the point <laughs> you're like, you forget, like, this is a fucking kid. I remember watching that as a kid, not knowing what a virgin was and being like, oh, that's how serious. What year did that movie come out? It was like 90 something, right? Like 93, 95. 93. Like, well, I was like, yeah, I was so, only two years old. Yeah. So, out. like, I remember, like, getting it for, like, I remember being very young and watching it. And it's just so funny. It just, it's just, oh, that is a great movie. I I hope they never remake it. I'm sure they will. They, they, there's talks that they are. I know they're talking about a sequel, and I can't stand sequels that are 20 years after the fucking fact, except for Dr. Sleep, but only the <laughs> book, because the movie was just fucking horrendous. In the words of Bugs Bunny, that's all, folks. Oh, wait. That was fucking Porky Pig. God damn it. Oh, fucking well. I don't care. Whatever. The podcast is over with. I'm annoyed.